0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Stewart. Hello, hello. Curtis, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, we are going to talk about how to uh, back up your publicists and marketing people.
0: Now, what do you mean by this? What do you mean by backing up your publicist and marketing people? Okay, well, here's the thing
1: is, so uh, a lot of times i will get hired for a campaign And, you know, people just kind of expect me to wave a magic PR wand. And, you know, same thing with you, I know, with your Facebook campaigns and your marketing campaigns, and they expect like this magic to just happen all on its own just by waving this magic wand and they don't have to do anything and they can sit back, not answer their emails, not answer their interviews, not do anything else. And just magically somehow they're going to get big. Yeah. And this happens a lot more than you guys would think. Like, I mean it it's happens so often to be the point like it's almost absurd. Like I've literally had and have clients that have paid me to do PR campaigns for them and they basically just dip out. They do not they don't answer anything, so I have no idea what's going on. They don't send me stuff, they don't email me back for weeks. And uh, you know, Matt has the exact same thing happen to him. And you've
0: had some pretty for- extreme examples, as I recall, where people like <clears throat> I recall like you've had stuff where people like paid you and then never talked to you again. Right.
1: Yeah. I, well, that, that extreme has only happened twice, but I mean, twice, still twice as, you know, I, I would never pay someone like 600, $700. And then just like nothing after, after delivering the assets. Like I literally have had bands do that to me and I'm like, what the fuck? And then it's I don't, don't know whether they're it's happy with
0: 700 the huh? It's crazy. Cause it's 600, $700.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, exactly. And then it's just like they pay you, and then you get all the material, you send out the kit, and then all of a sudden, you know, you you try to ask some questions like, you know, can we do a track premiere? No answer. Um, You know, what, you know, can you post this on Facebook? No answer. You know, like just stuff like that. And it's like ridiculous. I, I really don't understand it. And then I'll get an email, like maybe one band, one of the two bands in particular, emailed me like three or four months after the campaign was done, finally. With a, oh sorry, man, I never responded to any of your emails. By the way, how'd the campaign do? And they literally never posted the album on Bandcamp like they were supposed to do. Yeah, like,
0: and and so 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 now you might think, oh well, this is cool because we're just letting Curtis do his thing. Yeah, you know why is it Which not? I do like. Yeah, but 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 what's the balance? Because like obviously having someone who's micromanaging you kind of blows. Yeah. Uh, Simultaneously, like I would imagine you need some communication.
1: You do. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? It's like you have to let your PR guy be able to do his thing, like you said. But at the same time, you also have things like where it's like there are things that the band needs to do. Like the band has to be sharing links that go up. Like I always tag people, bands, in uh, my social media posts showing that they got pressed. I do that all the time, 100% of the time, unless there's a Facebook glitch, which sometimes happens where you can't tag the band. Other than that, I always tag the fucking band. So they should know that they've gotten a review or a news item or an interview up, right? Would you not agree with me? Sure. Yeah, so, but the, the bands don't do anything. Or, you know, all they'll do is they'll share like maybe one piece of press out of like a 60 day campaign. So like, if I'm trying to get a band press and they're not sharing any links and they're not doing anything to grow their social media and they're sitting there with like 50 likes, it's very hard for me to get you press in a major publication like a place there like a place like Decibel is going to go and look and if they see the band has five likes and they're doing nothing on their socials and aren't sharing they're li- they're literally not going to post about your band. They're not going to do it. I'm not going to be able to get that chance. Same with like most any site. Like there are sites that actually go and check your social media to see how many fans you actually have and whether you're actually active and are going to share the press.
0: I, I do this with my Rinky Dink little blog, Two Guys Metal Reviews. There you and go. and the reason I do it <clears throat> is because I want to make sure that it's a band who's frankly genuinely going to benefit from the opportunity.
1: You well, know that's, the, that's like, the thing. Like if you don't, it's like it's a bit of a joke.
0: But okay, so so outside of sharing stuff, what other ways, you know, What other things do people need to do to kind of have a a fluid campaign with someone?
1: Well, they have to actually respond to an email. Like, okay, I I get it. Like sometimes I'll miss emails. I mean, I get a ton of emails. A lot of them are spam. Sometimes I've missed stuff, but at the same time, you know, if you, if you, if you uh, send me a DM on my Facebook, uh, I'll be like, Oh shit, I'm sorry, man. I'll go check the email right now. And I do that with people all the time too, is a lot of times like, I send an email i'll follow it up with a facebook message just to make sure they see it because we all get a shit ton of emails i've deleted stuff by mistake it's been important you deleted stuff by mistake we've all fucking done it or it's gone into spam so it happens so but you have to be able to communicate like if i ask a band a question about something and they don't respond to me for like two or three weeks or they don't respond at all it makes my job incredibly hard like for example like let's say i'm trying to get you a premiere and like let's say um matt does a premiere at metal injection let's say let's say matt has agreed to do a premiere for me at metal injection and you don't send me the assets the band camp or anything like that to send to matt no quote like what am i supposed to do you know what i mean yeah i mean like and if i post, like i've actually had that happen where the band doesn't respond i'm in a jam so it's like last minute i put it up on my own soundcloud and then they get pissed at me because i put it up on my soundcloud and didn't wait for them to Give, give the band camp when i've given them like two weeks to respond you know what i mean can you tell curtis is having a bad day everyone i'm not having a bad day today i've just had this happen so many times it's just been like no i i agree i agree it's, it's yeah.
0: absurd because it's like you know like ultimately look if you go in and you know what you want and and you're and you talk to people regular, and you talk to people regularly. I'm not saying even you have to check in every day, but like you just, you know what you want, and you're regularly in contact and you're regularly communicating effectively.
1: And then, like, just let me just point out, I don't even necessarily need that. I need the important questions answered.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, but but it's crazy because like Curtis and I definitely do see people who like, you know, I I, I think. I think the the hard thing is when things get sprung on you last minute. I think that's, that's hard.
1: That's yeah. We both had that happen. Where clients will be like, last minute, I got something I want done, and I want it done today, or I need it done within twenty four hours. And like, dude, that's not fucking happening. You know, yeah. I'm out of town, or you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting with my kids at the park because I didn't have anything scheduled. Oh, we need this done. It needs to be done in the next hour, and it's like, dude the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, we both try to grin and bear it and we'll, we try to do the best we can, but it's like, you have to give people some notice. So just, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, Matt, but this Let's just grinds my gears because it'll be like, I'll get a request sometimes from, from a band who'll say like, okay, we've just decided we want to release uh, this lyric video and it's, and we want to put it out tomorrow. Find us a premiere and I want it to be like a big blog. <laughs> it's like, what? And I, I've, I've had stuff like that happen to me, like in the last week, where it's been like, well, actually, multiple times I've had it happen. Like, actually, three times it's happened to me in the past week, where it's been like the band has dropped something on me last minute. And it's like they can't comprehend, like, why that doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? I, like, again, I think some people, like, I think some bands seem to have this idea, like, there's some sort of magic wand. I can cast upon journalists just to get them placements, like just immediately. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I can, and a lot of times I can pull in a last-minute favor. But I mean, if you're trying to get, for example, a stream at at a big blog, they 99.9 percent of the time are not going to accommodate you unless you are a big band, and I don't care who your publicist is. Well, I mean, unless it's like Metallica's publicist, then he might be able to get away with that. But yeah, but
0: yeah, and and, and this also, I just want to point this out: that doesn't matter. How much you're paying someone by the way, like sometimes no. people are paying you know like i've seen this I've seen this exact same issue happen with people who charge three times what Curtis charges, yeah, and that's not because yeah. those people are shitty for that reason, no. Um, no. you know, like it's not because they're bad at their jobs and they're trying to just run a scam, it's because you know they they need some time to process a thing, they can't stop their day for you most of the time um and then on the flip side right like so not only can they not stop their day for you but also fucking you know then the journalist needs to do something and yeah. again if you're you know if you're an uns- if you're a smaller band not even i'm not even saying like unsigned i'm just saying like
1: you're not triple a <laughs>
0: yeah if you're not huge like a journalist is gonna be on. like oh i'm gonna stop everything to everything right now so i can do this thing like i could see that happening for a neurosis feature maybe
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Or Baroness or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, like, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, I could see it happening for a band on that level, but like, yeah. no one is stopping, you know, especially at the underground level where 98% of the journalism is, is done by hobbyists, right? Mm-hmm. You know, no one is going to be like, oh, cool. I'm just going to stop hanging out with my kids or working or whatever, you know, <clears throat> so that I can do your thing at the very last possible minute. You know, the last publicist begs, and there's literally been times where Curtis has practically gotten on his knees and begged me. I'm not trying to make fun of Curtis. I'm just saying, no. like, that's a I'm situation. Of yeah,
1: but one other thing I want to point out, too, is that sometimes, even if you can't get that last-minute favor pulled off, sometimes, like, I've had it where I've done that, gotten the last-minute favor pulled off, you know, pulled off a miracle, and then the band is pissed off because it wasn't an in-depth feature, like, literally. Okay, mean, well, like, this is another part of it, right. Like what? Like what do you mean? Well, you got a, a stream at decibel or metal injection or metal hammer or whatever the hell it is. But all they did was they wrote like two lines. Okay. <laughs> like, what? What do you like? That it's like, like literally. I've had bands do that, and to me, it, that's the goofiest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Excuse I, my kids.
0: And like, I agree that it, it does suck sometimes. You know, especially when it's something you spend a ton of time on. Yeah. But also. You got to be realistic,
1: you know? And yeah, like, the- if, you're, if you just released your first album, this is your first album, or this is the first time you've ever done a press campaign, and Decibel or Metal Injection even just mentions your name, that's a fucking huge win for you. That's massive win for you. Like, just huge. Because of the fact, you, like, the one thing a lot of people don't realize is that there's literally, you know, like 500... Bands releasing new albums every month. Most of them are roughly not. Roughly accurate. So, okay, so yeah. there's
0: 500 bands doing new albums every month. And also, um, this is a calculation from a friend of the show, Ryan of uh, Metal Blade. Yeah. Um, and I think it's roughly accurate. Uh, and he, where he said there's probably about, in a tweet, he said he thinks there's probably about a thousand irrelevant metal bands in the world right now, which seems yeah. more or less correct
1: yeah i'd say so
0: anyway continue
1: okay so anyways what i'm saying is like so if you even get like a mention at one of those places that's fucking humongous like i've had bands like especially when you know noisy and pitchfork were get we're getting doing a lot of metal coverage in the past which would just flip out because they didn't get covered at pitchfork or noisy right it'd be like well we're better than x band okay well good you're better than x band but i got a secret to tell you A lot of times, the reason why that band got in that major site, and you're better than them, and you didn't get in there, and they did, is because they also have a personal connection with a writer at that site, as in that writer has seen them live, they have a friend of a friend, they are in some way connected. Like, you'll notice a lot of the bands that are underground that hit Decibel are from Philly. Yeah. Yeah
0: and like and it's funny because like that i don't even you can't even really blame decibel writers because like of course they want to no. represent like hometown scene you know that's the thing <laughs> but it's like, like everyone thinks it's a cool idea to support your hometown scene that's like part of the thing go, oh wow that them's my hometown boys they really look yeah. you know what i mean they really look out for us yada 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 yeah. So everyone loves it when you support you know until <laughs> until you realize oh wow most of the most of the coverage going on is, is for bands from those
1: cities. Well, that's because the writer meets them, they know them, they get a personal connection with them, or they've seen them live and they know that they can deliver. Um, you know, something's happened, so that way, I mean, it, that's just how the world works. If you're in St. Louis and there's a blogger from St. Louis that's seen your show, you're going to have a mo- much like a, a higher chance rather of getting a placement in that major magazine that that writer writes for, if he, if he somehow is familiar with you already, it's just the way the world works. So, I mean, that's kind of one thing you kind of got to keep in mind is that a lot of times the reason why that is, like major level especially, is because there's a connection there in some way. It just is. Or, you know, that that person has a friend that has that connection there. And that, that happens more often than you'd expect.
0: And sometimes it's silly. Like, sometimes it's, you know, but this is also part of where engaging with your community is important. You know, like, I have a friend who's an actor, um, not, like, a famous actor, but, like, he's an actor who has, um, who has taught me a bunch of stuff for my public speaking.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right? So I've done him, and, and he's also, like, part of the, we're connected to a lot of the same people, yada, yada, yada. So he's, like, so he's, so we, we, we sort of connect over that, right? And he's done me some favors and I'm very grateful to him. So I've kind of, you know, reciprocated But like, furthermore, he's also just someone who I just talk shit with on the internet all day.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? And like, I know that sounds dumb that like, oh, me and my internet buddies are like, I'm doing favors for my internet buddies. But also like, you do favors for your internet buddies all day, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, like this is what it is. This is why Curtis always talks about the value of Twitter, right? It's because Twitter is a much smaller platform and so it means that there's a stronger camaraderie between the people between the people there right Right. because it's like oh we're you know we're part of a smaller kind of sub segment within metal yeah now Uh, one other
1: thing one other thing i just want to point out on that is now some people might go well then what's the point of hiring me or Matt or another publicist or marketer if all you got to do is get the right connections the thing is is that that's not always the whole part of it. Like, for example, if uh, someone from Philly, or we'll, we'll go back to that other example, we'll just use Philly as an example, uh, wanted to get into a certain publication that was from Philly, and maybe they didn't personally know the writer from that publication, but maybe Matt or I did, now you got a leg up. yeah. Because me, me and Matt, our job is to basically, you know, grease the wheels for whoever the heck it is that we're dealing with, right? So there's the part of part of it is who you know personally, but also it's who does the marketer or the publicist also know as well. That makes sense.
0: And then, like, if you have not aggravated that person to the point that they actually still want to help you, because yeah. that's something else I see all the time, right? Like, yeah. like and, you know, and and you and like a lot of people will complain about like, oh, the label didn't give us support. It's like, yeah, but you were also being a dick,
1: and or you didn't do anything.
0: This guy just wanted to go. Sleep, you know. Yeah. I mean, like obviously, there's a ton of like shitty labels out there, and a lot of bullshit has happened over the years. And I'm not trying to excuse any of that, you know. But simultaneously, I think that it's silly to hold artists blameless. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I think, I think like you know, like ultimately, everyone is trying to help and trying to do things that are cool and meaningful together. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's really beautiful. But you know, ultimately. Uh, cool and meaningful things are are hard and take a lot of time. And, yeah, I don't know, man. It's not...
1: I got one more thing, too, Matt, before. I I think you're starting to wrap up. But one more thing is that the other thing that people need to do to back us up is, like, if we tell you to do something or request that you do something, don't fuck up against us. You know what I mean? Because I'll have a lot of times, I'll have, like, a, a band come to me and they'll be like, okay, so... We want to release the the album like let's say example november fifteenth, and then i see that you know there's like six triple a bands or double a bands or single a bands whatever yeah, you want to it's call it's like
0: them. oh it's like oh epica lamb of god yeah. and slipknot Mass all Stone, releasing stuff slip- that day
1: yeah and i go don't release that week and they'll be like why and i'll tell them why because it's going to be hard to get pressed because of the fact all these big bands are releasing at that time and
0: it doesn't matter if your fans don't really care about those bands exactly because it's not a question of the fans caring it's a question about the journalists caring
1: and and enough about
0: how many slots happen in that publication so i want i want to break down this as we kind of wrap up i want to break down one of the like coolest calculations we've ever done on this site before this uh, podcast right which Mm -hmm. is essentially across your 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 four big boys right so decibel metal injection metal sucks, and revolver this is u.s centric okay across you know but Europe has a kind of similar layout where there's about four or five major sites but across the four big sites right they probably run at most 15 posts a day on the weekday so we'll say on a good week there's 250 to 300 articles written by these sites
1: yeah
0: now okay that's all well and good so if there's 250 to 300 articles written by these sites on, on, on on a good week well you know when it comes down to it quite frankly um you know, probably 50% of them are about the top 10 bands in metal. You know, 50% yep. of them are Metallica, Slipknot, uh, featuring the most important man in metal, Corey Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Met- Metall- Metallica, Slipknot, uh, Tool, uh, Event Sevenfold, you know, those these, You know, then another probably 20 or 30% are taken up by like the sort of tier two guys you know which like now now this sounds crazy that I'm, I'm gonna call these people tier two but i'm talking about like um
1: mastodon overkill yeah mastodon, mastodon
0: over i was gonna say uh fuck the guy who's never shuts up rob flynn
1: oh yeah machine head um
0: you know you know like, like guys like that that's another like 30 percent. then there's another 10 15 that's just like sort of the bands on like the I don't know, like 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 the 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 heavy touring level, like bands like volumes or something or archaic. Yeah. Right? Where yeah. it's like maybe they're not like a big band yet, but they they play, you know, three or four cool tours a year and they're definitely like known as a band out there in the scene, Right. Yeah. So now you're left with like five to ten percent of these what was initially two hundred fifty to three hundred articles, you're left with five to ten percent, um you know that are actually about unsigned bands, so that means,
1: you know, well, that's even lower, lower Matt, because you're forgetting one thing, which is that oh. there's a lot of major labels like Metal Blade, Central Media, and stuff that have brand new acts that also get oh. preference over the unsigned bands. Yeah, band.
0: si- si- signings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so you're down to like five percent of these articles can really be yeah. about the the little guys, right? So that's yeah. so that's what so that's per per webzine. You know, that's maybe one a day at best. Yeah. yeah. You on average, and like, which is fine. But then you think about how many people are trying to get those slots and how many direct competitors there are to Kurt- to someone like Curtis, yep. you know, and then you yeah. aren't replying to your email and you wonder why you can't get there. Yeah. You know, exactly. And like, and like the thing is, it's, 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 it, if you're, if you're cool and responsive, you can get there relatively easily, you know, yeah. like, because ultimately, the amount, the lack of initiative is pretty insane, right? Like, you can make it happen. Yep. Um, you know, like, it's relatively easy to, you know, join dorkscography. Yep. There's a few decibel writers in there. Say intelligent yep. things. Make friends with the decibel writers. And then get published. That's not, yep. like, that's not, like, the, it would take you, like, I think you could do it, if you were smart, I think you could do it in two weeks.
1: Well, I'd say probably a bit longer, but yeah, I know what you're saying.
0: But still, you know you know what I mean? Like I do, I do. Like, it's not crazy, you know, no. and yet, um, you know, but just realize that. Realize that there's a very small amount of slots, and it's hard. Yep. And people are trying their best to help you, but by not answering your emails or being difficult, um, you know, or expecting it to kind of be handed you on a silver platter, you're just alienating. And... <laughs> It comes out of that. Real simple.
1: The key, to, is, the key to all is realistic goals. Before you show, before you show us out.
0: Realistic goals and heavy communication. Yeah. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You've been listening. Are we done yet?